Alleluia, Christ is risen. Alleluia. <laughs> Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive that your joy may be full. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Man as a creature was made to worship God the Creator. People can't help but worship by their nature. But it's not immediately apparent how to pray, nor without God's revelation of his name and his word, we would not even know whom to pray to or what to pray for. St. Luke records that his disciples once asked Jesus to teach them to pray as John's disciples had taught them. During one of those times, Jesus had gone apart to pray alone in solitude. Sometimes, we know, he would spend the whole night in prayer. So when his disciples asked, teach us to pray, he replied by teaching them a brief and simple prayer, the Lord's Prayer. It's not always necessary to pray in your own words. When your words seem inadequate or unreal, we use the prayers of others. This, of course, is how we teach children to begin to pray. They learn to do this. But I think we're all probably children at heart and in need of the same kind of help. Jesus, for example, used the Psalter's prayers regularly. He prayed the Psalms, just like his fellow Jews did. Even on the cross, we hear Jesus praying, again, from the Psalms, like Psalm 22, Psalm 69. So he himself prayed what some call rote prayers. In that, great, in that time of great need and suffering on the cross, he looked to his own word for words to speak in prayer. Every time we gather, actually, we're gathering for prayer. All of our liturgies are really just extended prayers, beginning with an invocation and ending with a blessing. Whether it's any of the settings of the divine service or the other prayer offices like Matins, Vespers, and Compline, or even all the various orders of prayer that are wrote, written for you in the hymnal for morning, noon, and night, and other times of need, to be used by parents, spouses, mothers even, and individuals in the home. Our hymns are even prayers, poetic prayers written for us. We have collected prayers for use each day of the year. We call that the collect of the day. And also collected prayers for other times of need or occasion. And so when nothing else will do, we can pray one of them, or even if they don't seem to be right, we can just pray the prayer Jesus taught us, fittingly called the Lord's Prayer, which summarizes everything that God has promised and has promised to hear us. Our Lord Jesus insists that it is important not to give up praying, even after a few, those first few attempts. Think of in the garden, watch therefore and lest you enter into temptation. Could you not stay with me one little hour? Three times the disciples failed in their prayers, and yet Jesus did not give up on them. Jesus is encouraging us to have prayer that is daily and habitual. However great the frustrations may seem to be, we continue to pray. As little or as much as we're able, as the instruction goes on each week's congregation at prayer, for example. This is because Jesus has implored us to stand and to knock 
like the man who needed to borrow bread in the middle of night, or the widow who would not give up until she had been heard and answered, even as she seemed to be, have been rejected by Jesus. She repeatedly prayed to him, imploring him for what he had promised. So Jesus also then constantly repeats the promise that he who asks shall receive, and he who knocks shall open the door. He has to keep reminding us because we don't think he hears our prayers, at least not our sinful flesh. Jesus reminds us also that we can talk with God as Father because we are children, children of God by faith, made children through baptism. So we can ask him as dear children ask their dear fathers. It's not a matter of being able to put a lot of words together or to speak glibly or even eloquently. We will not be heard because of our many words, he tells us. God knows beforehand what things we need. However badly we express ourselves, he encourages us to pray, reminding us that he understands us and he knows our need. And he even intercedes with, his spirit intercedes with groanings even too deep for words. So the question is to pray, morning, noon, and night, but what shall we speak of God? Or what should we speak to him? Paul tells us in Philippians, in everything, let your requests be made known to God. In everything. <laughs> to dare to bring them to God in prayer is the best kind of help in times of trouble. It's often the best way to become clear about the relation of what we pray to the will of God. As we pray and ask, we find out whether what we're asking for is according to God's word as we search the scriptures for a promise, for example. But we must be, also be ready to say, as Jesus did, always, thy will, not mine, be done. So if there is to be prayer, then that means that, well, you should make adequate time for it. We learn this from Jesus, too. He took time for prayer even when the crowds were pressing in on him, surrounded by people who needed his help. He often had to retreat for prayer. One may have to rise early in the morning to find time to speak with God. We know Jesus did that. Jesus also urges us to go into our room and to close the door so that we may be alone with God, that we may have focused in our prayers. Even from a just purely practical point of view, this, of course, is good counsel. Maybe on this Mother's Day, I can think, hopefully you don't mind me sharing this anecdote, Anne. Uh, sometimes, just to have a moment of silence, you have to go lock yourself in the bathroom. So it is practical, to maybe to shut off the phone and to go into a place of silence and retreat so that God's word can be the words that ring in your ears. We should plan a proper place and time if we wish to learn to pray, to be regular and to consistent, to be disciplined, as Jesus was. And also as the apostles were, having learned from him. They had structured times for prayer. We hear this in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 2, right after Pentecost. They devoted themselves to the prayers. And by prayers there, they mean the daily orders of prayer, those prayer hours that were common amongst the Jews. They would pray, it's recorded in Acts, in the sixth hour, which was noon, and at the ninth hour, 3 p.m., and of course, in the morning and then the evening, at least four times a day, maybe more. Why? Because without those regular appointed times of prayer, well, there's always more work to be done and distractions to be had. 
The flesh has its desires that aren't to hear God's word. They get in the, it gets in the way too. So we must not pray just when we're in the mood or feel like doing so. But instead, we gather regularly around his word, both in our homes as families, mothers with their, fathers with their children, or as community here, congregation, around God's word, again, to pray consistently, same time, same place. And that's to overcome that sinful old flesh that wants to get in the way of having its fear, love, and trust in God and God alone. An unwillingness to pray is a barrier that can and must be fought by us. And we pray and thank God always and in all circumstances, morning, noon, and night, as we go about our work, as we care for our families. We can learn how to pray. Do do not forget, though, that there is one who helps us. And even when those words seem to fail or the thoughts escape you, you can't remember the scripture that seems to pertain to that moment, remember there is one who helps you and makes intercession for you even when you don't know how to pray how you ought. And as Jesus promised today, that is God's own spirit, the gift of your baptism. So most assuredly, Jesus tells you, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive that your joy may be full. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. We stand. We thank you for listening to this podcast from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church Sermon Center in Random Lake, Wisconsin. If this podcast is of benefit to you, please consider supporting the work of St. John by visiting stjohnrandomlake.org, that's stjohnrandomlake.org, slash support, and give today.